J. Pittenger with us. Typically Thursdays, except we won't be around this Thursday. We'll be eating Thanksgiving breakfast, I guess, or whatever that is. TJ, good morning to you, sir. Always good to have you. Last night's committee show, they said that Jordan Travis's injury was not something they concentrated on. This was simply complimenting Washington and what they had accomplished did you believe that blatant lie? I mean, I I actually do. I you know I think that the ESPN said that that's what they were going to do on College Game Day that morning. Kirk Herbstreit went on a long rant about that. You know, they asked the committee chair about it twice. Reese Davis, I thought was going to start crying um, when Boo Corrigan told him that they didn't really factor in. Jordan Travis's injury, the committee, or I'm sorry, the, the studio guys, Reese Davis and those guys, had talked about it for like 10 minutes, how Jordan Travis's injury was such a big deal. And then when Boo Corrigan got on there and said, no, that really wasn't a big deal, I thought Reese Davis was going to start crying um, and basically asked the question again, begged him to drop Florida State based on Jordan's injury. And Boo was like, no, that's basically why you're not on – uh, the committee, and we are. So I actually do believe it. I, I you know, the, the standard has been set with Ohio State in 2014 that they're not going to just drop teams based on an injury. Um, again, the, the, the committee doesn't necessarily just rank the four best teams. It's, it's a mixture of best and most deserving. And so, I, yeah, I think that it had more to do with Washington winning. I mean, you know, Florida State still won 58 to 13. I know it started out kind of shaky but i i do buy it i you know i don't i think if they were going to penalize him based on his injury they would have dropped more than one spot i think they would have gotten behind a one loss team because they left florida state in position to win their next two games and they'd be in so if it had to do with the injury i think they'd have dropped them to like seventh or eighth not sure i've seen a game and a rivalry game on top of that where both quarterbacks go down the week before um yeah Certainly kind of freaky, right, for, for Travis to go down and then Merch to go down right after that. So, um, you know, unfortunate, you know, especially for – I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from Merch or UF. I know that they're upset about it too. But, yeah, unfortunate when, you know, you've got a guy that's got Heisman odds and can, trying to compete for a national championship go down. And then, you know, frustrating for Florida too. I mean, I, I know it's different when you're – when you've got five wins and half their fans are checked out anyway. But – yeah, I mean, it stinks. It stinks for both guys. Both guys really laid it all on the line. Both guys got hurt trying to make a play. You know, both of them running down the field and, and really kind of laid it all on the line. So, you know, the utmost respect to both, but, you know, it, it stinks for sure. I would anticipate if I'm Florida State getting a heck of a performance by the Gators here. Whatever, whatever they have – we don't know that much about Max Brown. He got in the game and performed pretty well, I thought. But has this game, in your view, tightened up some? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I still, you know, I, I think that both teams will be pretty galvanized to go out and play for their guy. I mean, you know, I don't even know that they need any extra motivation for this one. But, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I still think Florida State is, is the better team, and that's why Vegas is telling you they're still a touchdown favorite on the road in Gainesville. Uh, how many times in this series has one team been a, a, a full-score favorite, you know, over the other on the road? I mean, not not many, right? And so, 
Um, I think that, you know, Florida State's still a better team, but there's no denying that Florida State lost more, um, and that's why you saw the line jump down from it was being projected at 11.5 or so um, down to 6.5 or 7. So, yeah, I, I think that Florida definitely has the – like it certainly would have never played this game or wanted their guy to get hurt. But, yeah, I think if you if you would have asked, hey, we'll, we'll trade you Jordan Travis for – uh, Graham Mertz, I think they just said, yes, we will do anything to not have uh, Jordan Travis playing against us this weekend. Um, so, yeah, I think that Florida definitely gets the advantage there. But at the same time, I still think that, you know, Tay Rodemaker is, is a better quarterback than Max Brown. I mean, it's more of a question mark. But in talking with some folks, I mean, I, I think that Florida State lost more, but they still have more at the quarterback position. And you would hope so, right, with a redshirt junior and um, Mike's first recruit that he ever offered at Florida State and, and then a, a relative question mark there at UF. No Kev up in Chicago. Ask TJ about Trey Benson. He said it looked like he had an injury in the rib area. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't tell if it was something in the ribs getting hurt or if he just, you know, got the wind knocked out of him. Um, could have been bruised. I don't have anything really specific on um, – him being out or anything like that. Like I, I, I believe he'll play this weekend. I honestly haven't checked on it a ton. Um, but I, I don't like Trey being out or hurt long-term, like isn't something that I'm super concerned with right now, but I guess we'll find out, you know, after practice today, and um, see if, if he was able to, you know, get in and mix it up and make an impact or not. And there's some other guys that are kind of banged up as well, but I feel, uh, I feel pretty good about him being out there. Does the big picture or the bigger picture with Florida State and their ultimate destination, does that change now because the quarterback who is a star player is missing? Does that eliminate Florida State even if they do get in the playoffs from actually winning it? I mean, it certainly hurts their chances. I don't know that it would eliminate them. Um, but, you know, I, I watched Michigan struggle with Maryland last week. I'd like to think that Florida State, is, even with Tate Rodemaker, is better than Maryland. Um, I watched Ohio State struggle with Rutgers. I would like to think that Florida State is better than Rutgers, even with Tate Rodemaker. Like, I, you know, I think if you, if you put Florida State and Rutgers right now with Jordan Travis out on a neutral field, like how big will a favorite is Florida State, and then think kind of the same thing for um, you know Maryland. If, if you put those two teams up, so could they play with those teams? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, and I know it's earlier in the year, but I, I watched Vandy only be down ten in the fourth quarter to Georgia. I, I watched Auburn have a lead late against Georgia, and, and they're not a good team. And so, yeah, I, I'm certainly not predicting that Florida State would beat any of those teams. They, they'd be a pretty big dog to all of them, but. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know that I think it's just over, over. I mean, Florida State's got some pretty ridiculous weapons there at wideout, and Jordan Travis gives you a huge, huge advantage and kind of erases some of that talent gap that, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia might have on you. Um, but, shoot, just they, they'd certainly have a chance. And the defense is kind of what would have to carry them at that point. And the defense has been top 10 this year. It would need to play like a top 10 unit against those teams. The GOAT. Down on the Irmo Coast, ask TJ how he feels about Florida State's quarterback making his first start at night in the swamp in front of a sold-out crowd. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably a little overhyped. I hope, you know, Gator fans are going to get, you know, upset about hearing this. But, you know, I I watched a two-win Arkansas team go in and, and do whatever they wanted in the swamp and score like 40 points. So I, I think the the nostalgia of the swamp um, is a little bit overhyped. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that that's not going to sit well with Gator fans. But, yeah, I, could it impact things? I mean, sure. But I don't know. What about a, a, a freshman in Max Brown going in and making his first start uh, in a in a rivalry game against a top five team? You know, so I think it could go both ways. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, last year Florida's top five quarterback in the NFL draft said that he was intimidated playing at the Swamp at home. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I would I rather the game be at Florida State. I mean, sure, you know, just pregame you know routines and rituals, and, and you've got your crowd kind of backing you there. But I don't know that I feel like it's enough to you know, think that he's going to, like, throw three picks or something in the first quarter. I mean, shoot, Jameis actually did that a couple of years ago playing in Tallahassee. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's a little bit overhyped. Florida fans are going to hate hearing me say that. But when a two-win Arkansas team comes into a sold-out Ben Hill Griffin and walks out with a win, you know, I don't know that I'm buying the whole the Swamp's going to take over or anything like that. (laughs) They're going to cuss me out on Twitter. But thanks for asking. (laughs) Is Tate Rodemaker the starting quarterback next year? I think it depends on how these next three or four games go. If uh, if he comes out and balls out and throws for 300 yards tomorrow or uh, Saturday and uh, goes out and wins an ACC championship and then, I don't know, say they're in the playoff and he has a good game but they just can't get over the hump, but he looks really, really good and has that confidence in his role, and then probably, <laughs> if, if not, though, if the inverse happens and they lose the next two and play in a, a bowl game they weren't wanting to play in, then, that might kind of seal his fate. Uh, not that he couldn't come back from it, but I think we'll find out. Uh, you know, I'll give him a politician's answer. I think we'll find out in a couple of weeks and, and really have a good idea of, of where he would stand there. And, you know, it's it's a silver lining that you don't want, but that's probably a little bit of a silver lining for like next year. Like, you're going to know whether or not Tate's the starter after these next two games for sure. Yeah, and um... – He's a Valdosta kid. He's been around. He's heck. He's had a pretty storied high school career, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was great and and played really really well. And you know, Mike was recruiting him at Arizona State, and the distance thing was kind of a big deal. And so he's talked about how he was really the first recruit that he went after when he got here. And yeah, I think that could be. I mean, it it could be a really neat story. A kid that's been in the system for four years knows the program very well, knows Mike very well. And a lot of this is going to fall on Mike Norvell. You know, you've, you've got to be prepared to have a backup that's ready and capable. And Mike's going to say all those things, and I trust him. I, I believe in Mike Norvell. But, man, if this kid isn't ready and he's been in your system for four years and he was the first recruit you offered and you didn't have a, a capable backup ready to go, then that's going to fall on him. And so, yeah, I think a lot of this kind of falls on Mike. You know, if Tate's ready, then Mike gets the praise. If Tate wasn't ready or struggles in this thing, then – I think a lot of people are going to look at Norvell and say, "Hey, what? Well, you know, why didn't you have a capable backup ready for this?" Because Florida is not a good team. I mean, we, you know, they they played hard, they fought, but I think they've given up thirty points in like the, like six of the last seven games or something like that. And so Florida State scored thirty points in every game except for Miami and Pitt. And so, yeah, you've got to, you know, if, if Florida State doesn't win this, I think there's going to be some looking around saying, "Okay, we know Jordan was out, but what happened here? There's just too much talent to to not go out and get it done." Michigan, Ohio State, who are you picking and why? I don't know. I don't really believe in karma because, 
you know, of several reasons. But if karma existed at all, like, you know, Ohio State would win this thing. So uh, give me Ohio State in the upset, probably more with my heart than my head. I think everybody today that I've asked on this show has said Ohio State. That seems to be the feeling. They all believe I, I don't know if they really believe it or not, but they, right. they at least think. Okay, man, what has Michigan done? You know, I mean, I – I don't think the Penn State win is impressive. I, I, I just don't. So, I don't know. I think that Michigan's getting a lot of a benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, I, I, give, me, give, me, give me Ohio State on this one. Yeah, seems to be the uh, – now, again, I don't know if that speaks for everybody else in the world, but, but on this show it seems to be they like the momentum that Ohio State's playing and that defense is without question much improved, the Buckeye defense. They've, they've really been good all year. And if McCord can limit mistakes, you know, you've got the best player in the game, obviously, with Marvin Harrison Jr. If he can kind of take over, make a few big plays for you. How much does Michigan's offense, you know, really get rolling? Does, I mean, does 28 win this thing? Probably, you know, and so who can get, who can get that race to 28? And, and if the Buckeye, you know, defense travels. So that's kind of what I'm thinking for, for Florida State, too. Um, defense on the road travels. Uh, that's why I kind of like the Buckeyes to go on the road and their defense to play well and Florida State's defense to go on the road and play well um, at, at the Swamp, too. Allen and Tampa asked TJ for his score of the uh, game in Hogtown. Oh, man. I feel like I usually do this on, like, Wednesday night, so I haven't even really thought about it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that Florida State gets to 30, and I have a, a hard time seeing Florida get to 30. So, I don't think they get it by much, but Florida's defense, again, giving up 30 in six of their last seven games. The only one that they didn't was Vandy. So, you know, if you kind of take out the the crappiest team, they've done it in like seven straight games. So, uh, yeah, I think Florida State gets to 30. It'd be pretty hard for me to not see them getting over that number. So maybe like 31 to, uh, let's go, I don't know, we'll say it's close, 31 to 24. Maybe Florida scores a late something late to kind of make it a little bit closer than it really was. 31-24 FSU. And let's just take it to the next level. Uh, is Louisville a worry? I mean, I think anytime you're playing this year without Jordan Travis, it's a worry. I, yeah. I wasn't worried about them at all before JT went down. I think they're comparable to Miami. I mean, they were a one-point one favorite going into that game. They won by one score. I mean, so it kind of worked out that way, too. I, I think you should beat them. Um, they've got a good defense. I think they'll have a better defense than, than obviously you'll see against UF. But, you know, again, it kind of give you the politician's answer. If, if Tate goes out and looks good in the swamp and looks good against the Gators, I think we'll be really, really confident against Louisville. If he struggles or we lose or has a bunch of turnovers, then, yeah, Louisville becomes a much, much bigger worry. So, you know, Florida State still just has too much talent on this team. And I understand they lost their best player and their most important player, but, you know, Keon Coleman's still alive. Johnny Wilson's still alive. Jared Burst is still alive. Trey Benson. Um, Jarian Jones. You know, like, the, the, the team is still there. Tatum Bethune, Kalen Deloach. And so, yeah, I mean, you should still win both these games for sure. But is Louisville a concern? I mean, a little bit. But, I mean, I really think Florida State's defense can shut them down and, and kind of keep their score low. So, I like the Noles to win the ACC championship, too. Tell everybody how they get your content. Yeah, double fries, no spa. We'll do a preview show tonight for the FSU-UF game live at 7.30, and then we've got some fun Thanksgiving stuff coming out tomorrow, and then obviously the game on Saturday. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, bud. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. TJ Pitcher.
Hawkeye Jason has an audio clip. You guys are going to have to tell me what year this is from. Ohio State, Michigan, pregame. Coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel.